Hello, friend. This is Taylor with an exciting and important announcement before this episode begins. For the past few years, I've gotten lots of requests from men in my courses for an in-person workshop or retreat. And I'm happy to say that this year it's finally happening in the beautiful mountains just outside of Asheville on July 11th through the 14th. And it includes a nine-week online men's group and training that starts three weeks before the retreat to help us integrate the work we're going to be doing together into our regular everyday lives. The program is called Liberate Your Life Force, and it's for any man who wants to feel truly vital and alive and liberated in his life on a daily basis in things like sex, relationships, in your family, in your business, and with your mission and purpose in life. Yes, <laughs> let's take a breath to that. <sighs> mm. I am co-facilitating this program with my good friend Thomas Duchin, and we've created this program based on our years of working with hundreds of men and figuring out some of the most effective and powerful ways to help us break through the most common ways men get blocked in life, with things like sexual shame, emotional closure and numbness, being the lone wolf, being the nice guy, difficulty receiving, and so many more ways that we hold ourselves back. The good news is we can actually work through these things and come out way stronger on the other side, especially when supported by a group of men and in-person processes that challenge you to become your best self. If this is something that sounds good to you, you can go to my website and click the retreat menu option to learn more. And know that enrollment is first come, first serve by application only, and it's limited to just 18 men, so we can have a truly powerful and tight-knit group. It's going to be profound, it's going to be fun, it's going to be challenging, and I'm so excited to share it with you and the group of men who have already signed up. So if you're interested, again, check out my website. And with all that being said, let's get into today's episode. For the woman mm. to be able to show up and be like, yeah, let's do this, baby. Like, I'm going to open my legs and welcome you in and feel so safe and so, like, able to, like, access the type of uh, pleasure that I want to feel, but also, like, be the type of lover that I want to offer to you, you know? Like, the type of lover that you probably want to make love with more of is, like, that open, radiant, like woman you know and so like to be able to feel like i can do that like i need to be able to trust you waiting to the point where she's just like yes please enter me like that will change your entire lovemaking experience hello friend and welcome to the sex upgraded podcast a podcast for men all about sex where we'll combine real authentic and down-to-earth conversations about sex life and relationships with some pretty wild personal stories and practical how-to episodes as well with guest experts from around the world to help you have the most amazing sex life you can possibly have my name is Taylor and I'll be your host on this journey and it's my goal with each episode to give you practical, actionable things you can start doing today to improve your sex life and your entire life because a thriving sex life will help you thrive in all areas of your life. So let's begin today's episode by starting with a deep breath in through the nose into the belly together. Exhaling with an audible sigh. And let's get into today's episode. Today, we are going to learn some really incredible mind-blowing stuff around penetration in sex. And I am so grateful to be joined by Naima Pierce today, who is a pelvic specialist for women, a full-time sex coach for women who does ceremonial bodywork, hands-on, hands-in, really, really incredible stuff. And she also happens to be my romantic partner. We're partners in our house and life right now. <laughs> and this episode actually got inspired because I learned something that was totally mind-blowing around penetration in sex from Naima that shifted how we have sex and that shifted how I approach sex. And it was a really cool skill that I learned from your bodywork experience. And I thought like, wow, everybody needs to know about this. So we're going to share that really amazing thing and also go into some really useful tips and tricks around sexual penetration before, during, and after so, so you can have the best sex and so your partner can have the best sex you possibly can. So Naima, 
thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the show. Thanks. It's nice to be back. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Our previous episode about natural birth control was shared a ton of times and got a lot of great feedback about it. So after this one, go back and listen to that. So is there anything else you'd like to say just to introduce yourself to give us a sort of frame to understand your perspective? Because you've worked with a lot of women and a lot of their their pain and their trauma and their growth edges around sex and, and their reproductive health. Like, what do we need to know as yeah. men? Well, as you said, I, I'm a body worker. I'm a pelvic specialist and I do hands-on, hands-in work. So what that means is like I work hands-on physically with women's bodies doing what I like to call ceremonial pelvic body work, somatic mm. body work. So I'm working on all three levels of like physical body, mind, working with all of the mental stuff that comes up around our own self-experiences, our own inner critics, our own inner beliefs about sex, ourselves, our bodies, all of that. And then working on the emotional, spiritual aspect of things too, and like how all those unconscious dynamics in our bodies uh, come through in various expressions. And so in the sessions that I'm doing with clients, like we're working on really deep, powerful levels. And it's, I'm, it's seriously such an honor to do the work um, because there's such a deep need for it. And inside of these sessions, it's really about helping women reclaim their selves, reclaim their sexuality, their confidence, their power, their worthiness, like I said, it's hands-on work. So I'm very, for very clear understanding, I'm doing hands-on vaginal touch work, internal vaginal work. And man, there is a whole universe inside of pussy that holds all the memories, all the experiences, all the emotions, all the pleasures, all the pains there. And there's so much to explore, so much that needs to be listened to and held and acknowledged. So like, I'm stoked to be having this conversation because... I love to help women understand this about their own bodies, but then help helping their partners now get to come in and like have a different approach to of how they might approach their beloved's body uh, is going to be is going to be pretty juicy. So, yeah, I do hands on work. But, yeah, I also work online. I coach and mentor women in the realms of sexuality to have them be able to do their own hands on work with their body, how they can help um reprogram and reawaken their body to not only like safety and goodness but just like high pleasure increasing orgasmic capacity sexual experiences whatever it is that that women want to have and just feel more erotically confident so i love my work as you can tell it's very very close to my heart yeah yeah awesome it's one of the reasons i feel attracted to you Mm. so i love the work you do too thanks baby and with that you hear a lot of stories from these women. Oh, yeah. And we've talked a little bit before this episode, so I have some idea, you know, but refresh my memory, refresh our memory, or perhaps tell us something new. Like, what are some themes that you've learned from working with all these women? Mm. And how does it relate to penetration? Yeah. Or does it? Yeah. Well, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is like, I have never met a single woman that has a couple of things. I've never met a single woman that has just felt perfectly uh, erotically confident, access to pleasure without any issues. It's just, I've never met it. And like, in my opinion, like, it doesn't exist. And I say that because I think it's beautiful for us all to remember, male, female, whoever you are, like sex is something and like access to pleasure and being sexually radiant and like skilled, so to speak, like that takes practice. It takes actually practicing it, but also it takes the process of like overcoming all of the shit in the way from us just feeling so safe, so able to surrender, so able to just like access the states that we want to feel when we're in sexual experiences with ourselves or other people so i think it's remember important to remember that like it takes practice it takes work and like the odds are stacked against us in society to be honest just from things like violence and shame and lack of sexual education and just like general stress of life like we have to actively do things to create a more stable and steady environment of thriving sexually in our bodies that's one 
Number two, I've never met a single woman that has not experienced some sort of boundary crossing in their life. Whether that's like overt, intense capital T trauma of like rape and assault, which I see a lot of, work with a lot of women in that realm. Or just like they're having sex with their partner and they said yes when it wasn't a yes. Hmm. Or they were like working with a practitioner of some kind that crossed their boundaries, you know, like... I've never yeah. met a single woman that hasn't had that experience. Yeah. yeah. So let's dive into that one before we keep going on that list, because I think that one's super juicy and it's alive. And it shows up even in the context of like consensual relationships. Hell yeah. Right? Even in our relationship, that mm-hmm. has showed up. And so what is, what is the impact of that? Even... Say, for example, something that would seem relatively simple, like say we're having sex, say we, the time, one of the times we had sex in the past and I was maybe too excited or I got excited more quickly and like rushed to penetration, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and like what kind of imprint does that leave or what's the impact of that? Yeah. So this goes a couple of different ways. And like, there's the imprint of like a said partner Mm-hmm. does something to the woman or the person that even with the best of intentions it like it's not it's not working in some way yeah the impact generally speaking i would say generally is like a tension a tightening and some level of closure both physically emotionally even like very deep unconscious closure that's happening Okay, so Mm. like, and what that does on like my physiological, like nerdy science brain is like, well, if you get tightness, you get tension in your body, what that's going to do is it's going to create literal tight muscles in your pelvic floor. It could, with those tight muscles, what that does is it actually starts to constrict things like nerve endings, constricts things like blood vessels and lymphatic flow. And when those vessels and those Uh, nerve endings start to become constricted through tension, even if it's emotional tension, that starts to impact the way a woman can actually feel literal sensation in her pussy. That's when like numbness starts to come and creep in and women can't feel pleasure or pain, like having different pain in different areas of the vagina or overall altogether, different pain areas. So a general tension, closure, tightening, on a deeper level in terms of like emotions, mind, it's like, it's a, on some level, it's a mistrust thing happening, you know? And so like, how is that going to impact, let's just say in our dynamic, like, or a couple's dynamic, how does that impact future sexual experiences for the woman Mm. to be able to show up and be like, yeah, let's do this, baby. Like, I'm going to open my legs and welcome you in and feel so safe and so like able to like access the type of uh, pleasure that I want to feel, but also like be the type of lover that I want to offer to you, you know, like the type of lover that you probably want to make love with more of. It's like that open, radiant, like woman, you know? And so like to be able to feel like I can do that, like I need to be able to trust you. I need to be able to feel like we have a shared language, a shared understanding between us. So when that there's minor violations there or even big violations there, it's cutting off my ability to show up in future yeah. dynamics and your ability to meet me in them. I mean, I could go on and on, but those yeah. are two. Yeah. So let's run with those. And <clears throat> what feels important here to point out, at least to me, is that what you're naming happens all the time and and it might not even seem like it's happening like i imagine there are i know there's a lot of men who aren't aware this is happening but there are a lot of women who aren't aware that that penetration is being rushed for them either for sure yeah and there's so many like if you think about the way sex is shown in movies and tv shows and talked about in books and and just portrayed everywhere especially porn for sure uh, like the lead up to penetration is like that Mm -hmm. you know especially porn like most porn sex videos it's like your full vaginal penetration within the first like eight seconds of the video makes my pussy fucking tighten up right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so there's all these imprints and they do have some level of an impact on our psyche and our consciousness Mm -hmm. of of all genders like all genders watch porn statistically speaking you know and so i just want to say like if this is happening in your relationship, if it has happened, it doesn't mean you or your partner is bad. 
You know, it's, yeah. it's a learning opportunity and you can come together. And the intention of this episode is to help people bring more consciousness and awareness to their sexual experiences to grow together so they can have better sex. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And the other piece that, that feels important to note here is that you said you've worked with a ton of women who've experienced sexual assault or sexual violations, possibly rape, right? Mm -hmm. The reality is, yeah, a lot of women have experienced that. And if you are a guy dating a woman, there's a high probability she has experienced that at some point too. Even if you're yeah. not the person, probably you're not the person who did that to her. But it's still what I'm hearing from you and what I, what I believe is that it's still in her body mm -hmm. and it still shows up in her sexual experiences and in her vagina and in her arousal cycles, you know. And so bringing awareness to that through some of the steps that we're going to talk about yeah. and some of the tricks and tips. Yeah, just <laughs> you know? approaches and things like that. And yeah. thanks for bringing that in because that's something so important, too. It's like, like I said, every woman has experienced violation on some level at some point in their lives, whether you are the one man, if you're in this, we're talking very heterosexually. Let's just acknowledge that we're doing that. Totally. Love all the people that have all their configurations elsewhere. But like, I'm speaking about this and like, yeah, w whether it's like the man in the picture or not that like did such violation or whatever. Yes. It's so good to remember that like, these stories, any story, human across the board, like they live in our cells, they live in our tissues, they live in our body. And so if you're a man, interacting with your woman and you know she's had trauma assault anything in the past like you need to know these things even more because yeah it's gonna help her to open up but you guys are gonna have so much more fun seriously so much more fun so much more pleasure so much more enjoyment if there's like a deeper environment of safety created and just like this delicious level of attunement to one another's bodies totally. you become such a better lover like women love the shit even yeah. when it's not about the trauma and the pain and all of that it's just so much nicer to be approached with some other things we're gonna talk about for sure even if it's a one-night stand yeah like we've totally. talked about relationships but even if it's just like a hookup type experience just to put it bluntly like bringing this awareness and some of these skills into that situation can make it 10 times better more orgasmic more pleasure more likely for all your fantasies and their fantasies to happen too yeah. it's just like taking a little bit of extra time to focus on this penetration stuff changes the whole the whole game. Yeah, it does. So, should we get into it? Let's do it. Let's <laughs> let's get in. Let's get in. Let's let's, get in let's penetrate. <laughs> well, not literally, but, but figuratively. I have a little notebook here to make sure if we we go into everything. So, maybe we could just list a couple of the like what makes a bad penetrative sex experience? Yeah. And then we'll go into the before, during, and after tips. And that's where like the thing that I learned from you that mm -hmm. blew my mind, we're going to get into that. So like, first of all, just to frame some things like what, yeah, what makes a bad penetration experience? To sum it up, like too much, too fast, too soon. That's like, so breaking like that trauma. down. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Actually, that's yeah. what they say about trauma too. Right. Yeah. You know, like, but like too much, too fast. So what makes bad penetration happen is when there's a rush to entering, when there's not a slow entering, when there's not actual really clear communication and consent about it, mm. whether that's like, yes, please enter me with words or like a nod of approval. Yeah, baby, mm -hmm. come on in or whatever it is, you know, like some sort of like acknowledgement that the woman is like, yes, please enter me now. Yeah. And you're not just talking about penis. You're talking about fingers, fingers to toys, toys, penis, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Penetration. That's what we're saying for the like the whole video here, the whole podcast here. It's all about fingers, toys or cock. Yeah. Um, once you're inside, going too fast. Jackhammering. Yeah, the jackhammering thing, too yeah. much. And, like, you can find times in the right circumstances to really fuck. And, like, I can get down with yeah. that, too. We can talk about that. But, like, ultimately, for across the board, like, entering too fast, jackhammering, not getting, like, a clear communication and a yes. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what's coming out right we now. We wrote down a couple other ones. Um yeah, the, the assumption that you can just enter. Oh, yeah. You know, that like that a vagina or a pussy or a yoni or whatever you want to call it is just like waiting for you to enter and you can enter whenever you want to. Yeah. Like, yeah, the importance of connection around that point. Jackhammering. Also, like, this is a big one uh, for guys. 
or for anyone penetrating anybody is to make sure you just stay present with the person and you mm-hmm. don't like start distracting yourself by thinking about baseball or whatever yeah. <laughs> or fantasizing about the next sexual position, just like really, really being there and being attuned to your partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but being distracted is something that makes a bad penetration experience. Yeah. And then I would say like, even like during sex, like we mentioned like the jackhammering, but like being, yeah, again, like you're reflecting, like not attuned to like what her body's doing, what their body's needing and doing from moment to moment, or like changing really rapidly in positions really quickly. Like that's not good for both partners. You know, sometimes when you just like really quickly change positions, it's positions it can sometimes be like whoa you just like poked me in the side there or like it's just not it doesn't feel that good it's too abrupt so anything that's like really really abrupt again too fast too much it's like the body doesn't have enough time to like take in the information and to switch now all that being said like when you develop the right communication with your partner when there's like a shared understanding even if that's nonverbal. Like, and you're in the zone and you both are in that place, yeah, then you can dance more and be a little bit more like, okay, we're moving and we're shifting. And now all of a sudden I'm flipping you around and it's working, you know? But like, yeah. generally speaking, we want to like think about slowing down that deep attunement, permission. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I think it's just useful to keep those things in mind. You yeah. Know, keep those things in mind. Before, during, after. Let's get into some of the actual, like, what do you do in sex? Mm-hmm. Like, so let's talk about before. One of the things, and I want to start this piece off, because we had a different conversation another time, and I've talked with a couple other people about this, and I recognize it in myself, and it happens in our relationship, and I have to regularly remind myself that before penetration, like during foreplay, I might like it as a guy if you were to just like go straight for my penis and like immediately start going down on me, mm-hmm. right? Like that is, that's something that brings me into the sexual experience. Like breathing on my neck, touching my body softly, all that other stuff. Like it's not a strong enough stimulus for me to get drawn into the sexual experience. Mm-hmm. And so I can project that onto you or to women and be like, oh, well, like to turn her on, I should just go straight for her pussy. Mm-hmm. Like hands straight to the pussy, mouth straight to the pussy. And like, <laughs> I'm laughing, but like I've done that way too much in life and I have to keep reminding myself. And so yeah. I would say that's like step number one, don't go straight for the pussy. And then I want to hear what you have to say about that and what else you should do before penetration happens. Yeah. I mean, first, like bless your hearts that want to go straight for the pussy. She's so magnetic. <laughs> Yeah, totally. <laughs> we want to go there. It's fun. I get it. But yeah, I mean, a certain level of warm up around the the body in general, but like around the inner thighs, around the bikini line, like the pelvic creases, you know, like touching and warming up in there before like touching the vulva directly is like so nice, so helpful, let alone all the other foreplay things that could be a whole other podcast, whether that's like kissing and making out and breast touch and, you know, like body stroking all over. Like we want, we want to include some of that too. What is vulva? Just in case anyone's not clear on what that is. Yeah. Vulva is all the external genitalia that you can see on a woman. So like a woman, she's standing in front of a mirror, opens her legs. She's looking at herself. It's everything you can see from the outside. That's cool. your vulva. Got it. Not including the anus, obviously. Yeah, but sweet. yeah, so touching touching all around the vulva is really helpful. And like something that I <laughs> I think is important to bring into the picture too mm-hmm. is like uh, think about it. If you're a man listening to this, think about it from your perspective, like how you would want someone to approach your anus. You know, because like, here's the thing you were talking about, like men like to go straight for the pussy because like, that's what feels good to them. Like their cock getting touched, like feels freaking great like that. They don't need a lot of like external stimulation and warm up as much as women, I should say. But like you guys are the penetrator. You're not like opening a literal vessel to be to receive something so like think about it from your anus if you're like opening this vessel to put something inside of it to receive anal penetration like you're gonna slow down you're gonna be like yeah rub my ash cheeks for a minute like apply some warm pressure you know like that's what that's what you naturally would want so Mm kind of like think about it from that lens too and yes the pussy and the asshole are very different orifices but like it's the same fundamental idea of like things going in 
and being in the receiving position and what it takes to really open both physically, but like, again, viscerally, emotionally to like open your vessel. Yeah. That external warm up. Yeah. Beautiful. So yeah, we're assuming we're, we're saying right now, like all the other foreplay stuff, like, yes, you could have a whole podcast about that and we're, we're approaching going towards penetration right now. So we've touched around the vulva, we've touched around the inner thighs, we've maybe licked there, kissed there, like the arousal is starting to happen. Yeah, yeah. I would even say like add in like what something that I freaking love and that I do for my clients all the time and women report back to me all the time being like, I love this way of like feeling it's like someone's, you know, supporting me to open. Mm-hmm. Um, is just holding some pressure like with your thumbs like around again the bikini line or even like close to the perineum or just like two thumbs on either side of the vaginal entrance and Mm -hmm. just like holding some steady firm pressure there having her breathe in that's that's not only like physically helping her opening but when you slow down like that when you hold that pressure you breathe like and she can feel that and you're like hey baby take a breath like oh my gosh the attunement i already my body's like Ooh, i'm mm. letting down like i feel so much safer he's he's with me he's listening and it just physically feels so good just like when someone pushes on your body anywhere like with some pressure you just yeah oh you start to decompress <sighs> yeah So we've decompressed. Yeah. (laughs) At what point should her pussy be touched? And how does that happen? Yeah. And I mean, so this whole thing we're talking about of like warming up and stuff, like with, with, again, this level of attunement, communication, verbal or nonverbal, tuning into when it is the right time, either by asking, like, can I, can I lay my hand on your vulva? Can I touch you? Like... There can be, I'm going to talk about it two different ways. So I think there's one way to do this that can actually be so beautiful and reverent when you actually say, like, can I touch your vulva? Can I touch your pussy? And you get just like a clear yes or no. There's something amazing about this. I do this in every single session that I do with clients. When it Mm. comes time to do the pelvic work, I ask them, may I lay my hand on your vulva? Do you feel ready for that? And I invite them to open their eyes, look me directly in the eye and say yes or no, or I need another five minutes Mm. or whatever. And that moment in my sessions with clients, that moment right there is usually when the freaking floodgates open, when their heart just like realize there's this huge aha moment for them. Like, oh, I've never been asked that before. I've never actually said now's the time for you to touch my vulva and pussy Mm. whether that's like a man or their sexual partner or freaking like obgyns gynecological exams or whatever like there's so much experience that women have of like their pussies being touched before they actually are like yes please touch my pussy Mm. so one side of this is like play with that for the sake of both of you like being so clear about that and giving her that experience of just directly asking the second way that's a little bit more like i don't know what you want to call it like uh integrated into like the sexual flow and experience could be like okay you're warming her body up you guys have some shared understanding Mm -hmm. and like you can start the warm-up on her vulva too I love a good hand. So when I say like, can I touch your vulva first? Then you put a hand or you start to lay a hand on the vulva, a good broad palm. Mm -hmm. Like for those of you that are watching the video on YouTube, like say this thumb or this fist here is my vulva, like outside hand, just like firm pressure Mm -hmm. on the like V-shaped area of the vulva. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, firm pressure again, maybe pause there, breathe. You can hold there, start to do some circles on the vulva. That's like broadly stimulating the clitoris and warming things up rather than like going directly for the glands, like mm-hmm. with a finger or a tongue. What do you mean the glands? Just to clarify. Yeah, just, thanks. Yeah. The glands of the clitoris. So okay. that's the external portion of the clitoris that you can see v- yeah. visually. So don't go straight for the clit. Don't go straight for the clit, like in that very precise way. Yeah, yeah. I think going for the clit in the, er, in the opening part of like stimulating genital is great because totally. it's very highly sensory for most women out there yeah. but like starting with those broad circles on yeah, the vulva maybe don't have it be the first thing you touch with yeah. your finger when you touch the vulva yeah yeah i like the hand pressure i noticed like from our own sexual experiences when i do that with you 
there is this sort of grounding that happens in you or there's a settling or there's a deeper relaxation and opening <clears throat> and opening yeah. that leads to a much better sexual experience. It's so grounding. Like it feels like a hug on the vulva. It yeah. truly does. Like your warm hand, your warm touch. And mm. I think of it, it's my root chakra. It's like, oh, it's like this boo feeling kind of yeah. like I can just like let down my pelvic floor muscles release. So again, like, so you're starting to stimulate. Okay. Maybe you're doing some circles on the vulva with a broad hand mm -hmm. in that same thing of like warming up for penetration. Like you can start to like massage those inner thighs, the yeah. bikini line, stroking more broadly across the entirety of the vulva, like kind of just stroking hand over hand down the vulva slowly and sweet and make sure there's some nice oil or lube you know or something like that to to bring into the experience if she's not like just you know a fountain yeah. <laughs> which most people aren't yeah. so yeah that kind of warm-up yeah and then moving forward mm -hmm. <laughs> i recognize it's Ooh, interesting in this in you're this what, podcast i'm the one moving it forward right <laughs> yeah. now <laughs> interesting position like that. i am the host of the podcast but i'm also the man you're who like usually, yeah but what happens when we're done stroking but, the what, vulva? but what's next then when you... can we get to penetration i'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, ready to fuck now so I, there's another piece that i've grown in appreciation and understanding for <clears throat> in our sexual relationship and so say like all that has happened and i'm going down on you potentially i'm like licking your clitoris i'm licking the whole area around mm -hmm. your vulva etc mm. and moving towards penetration because yeah. like it's obvious we both want yep. that so we talked about earlier like all the nerve endings that are right at the opening of the vaginal canal yeah. and that's like a magnificent place to just play with like yeah. with a thumb with the tip of a penis, maybe, but probably start with a finger. And before I say anything else, do you want to speak on that? Yeah. So like when it's starting to get to the place of entering the pussy, yeah. what I love and works really great for most people is like holding some, some pressure also at the entrance of the va vagina before you even like start to go in. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes what this can look like is like using a thumb. I don't know, you can explain your techniques that you use, but like using a thumb and just like pu putting your thumb right at the entrance of the vagina. Maybe one hand is like on the clit, you know, as well. Mm -hmm. And there you can just kind of hold and breathe, but then like start like a gentle pulsation. You know, it's like a pulsation. You're not like pushing in mm -hmm. and through, but it's like almost like creating this little suction mm. at the entrance of the vagina. So we're talking like maybe an inch worth of movement right there, half inch, inch. Yeah, something like that. And again, yeah. you're the, pre the, the thumb, the fingers, whatever you're using at the entrance of the vagina is broad enough that like you're not pushing through. So say yeah. like we do this too with your cock sometimes. Like you'll put the tip of your cock at the entrance of my vagina mm -hmm. and you'll just kind of like push in some pressure and and like, yeah, maybe you, you could say you're going in a little bit, but it's really not. It's like your cock is broad enough, too, that it's like you're just offering some pressure around and at the entrance of my vagina. Yeah. And what that does, like, oh, my gosh, for it's so uh, sensually and sexually stimulating and it or it can be if all women don't feel that right away. It's OK. Like, no, that's something you can grow into. But there's so much pleasure opportunity, like right at the entrance of the vagina, what's called the introitus. And this is an area that oftentimes is just like missed. Like, and mm. it makes me sad because I'm like, no, there's so much there to explore, like just around the entrance doing that pulsing. But also like you can slide your finger in just a little bit, like a knuckle deep, you know, and start to play right around the the lower kind of half moon of the vaginal entrance mm -hmm. vaginal entrance and there's just yeah there's so many nerve endings there too and like right around some, this is something to remember about the clitoris is like we talked about the glands of the clitoris that's mm -hmm. the external portion of the clitoris that you can see that you can stimulate on the outside but there's a whole internal structure of the clitoris okay for any of you that do yeah. not know this look up a picture of this the, the i'll put a diagram on screen if you're watching on youtube yeah okay so like there's a whole internal structure that is the clitoris and she's beautiful and she has bulbs and she has legs and and those bulbs and those legs are made of erectile tissue and they will engorge just like that 
inside of a penis and become full with blood when they're given the proper time to actually do that. And so when you work and start to play a little bit around the entrance of the vagina, stroke the external clitoral glands, it gives the chance for those inner structures of the clitoris to start to come online too and be a part of the process. So when you're stimulating internally like that, just at the entrance, you're you're stimulating the clitoris. You're stimulating yeah. those areas. Awesome. Just occurred to me right now, uh, back when we were talking about the thumb technique, I think it's such a good technique that I'm going to go in and edit and put you know some video on top of this video on the YouTube section uh, of actually using a model vagina just to show you this technique because yeah. it's so juicy and so good. It's I so think good. it's really, yeah, it's excellent. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. And when you do that, then like, again, we could talk about this two different ways. One way is like, once you're doing that for a little while, like it will become very clear when I should, let me back up there. It could become very clear when her body is like, yes, let's go in further now. Mm. Now, why I backed up there is because, again, let's go back to the one of the initial things, rules of thumb, so to speak, is yeah. like, don't make assumptions and mm-hmm. assume that she's ready. When I'm doing my pelvic sessions with women, I, again, I ask them, like, I'm going to pulsate here. Take as long as you need. You got all the time you need. And for clarification, I'm not giving erotic pleasure sessions in my sessions. They're yeah. all, like, for therapeutic purposes, just to, like highlight that really quick nothing wrong with erotic massage it's just not what i do anyway so i'm holding my client there and i will pulsate and i'll just say to them like you stay here as long as you want i'm happy to offer this let breathe open like breathe open your pussy listen to when there's a true fuck yes and then when you when you feel it say yes and i will gently slowly slide my fingers in Mm. so you could do that same thing with your female partner i'm gonna hang out here baby and like just like keep warming you up until you feel like a yes just let me know try it that way. Or again, maybe that you have a deeper relationship and you can communicate more non-verbally or she's like, "Mm, yeah, like I'm ready, you know, and then you can gently start to slide in and it's a beautiful way to start to enter the body. Yeah. And I want to highlight just from my perspective again, like the, the, either the asking for penetration or like receiving the ask from the woman it's such a beautiful thing. And from my perspective as the person entering, it changes how I enter them too. changes how I enter you. Like when that's there, there's this other feeling of reverence and respect and honoring and, and sexiness. It's like, Oh, you actually want me. Mm -hmm. You want me inside you. Like that is juicy. Yeah. That is juicy. And just to piggyback off of that, like, I don't know. I have this story sometimes that like men get bored, tired, exhausted of like feeling like they need to like do so much work to like get get to the goods, so to speak, you know, and like I have some compassion for that. Like I have some empathy for that. Like I get it, you know, like we have different response systems and such, but like moving into the practice of like playing with what you just said of like really asking for that permission and like waiting to the point where she's just like yes please enter me like that will change your entire lovemaking experience versus her on some level whether you're consciously aware to it or not her like saying yes when it's a little bit too like maybe it's still a yes but it's like a little too early for her and like it just it will change the whole experience for both of you and all your lovemaking experiences also just yeah for the for the record like not every time we have sex do we do a full extended like 40 minute foreplay session prior to penetration but because we've explored with this and played with this we've developed a certain container or a certain baseline of understanding with each other. And, and that kind of sets the stage for all this other stuff to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, and I will say like, if you've never done what we're talking about, you got to try it like Mm -hmm. at least 10 times, Mm -hmm. you know, to start to really understand the impact that it can have on lovemaking. So would you like to move on to penetration? Oh, would I like, let's see, let's take another deep breath together. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's feeling good. Let's move on to penetration. I'm so excited. I can't (laughs) wait. (laughs) So penetration. And let's just say for right now, we're we're just going with the penis. Like penis penetration is happening. Like, do I just like go full on? All the nope, way in, nope. yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, so yeah. let's go back. We're pulsing at the entrance, <laughs> pulsing right? At the, yeah, pulsing yeah. at the entrance with the cock. Again, attuning to the needs around liquid and, you know, yummy 
whether that's lube, how she's at, where she at with her yeah. wetness, all we're, of that. We're both pro lube. Yeah, very pro lube. Love me some Uber lube. It's fantastic. Pro lube. Okay, so pulsing at the entrance, slowly starting to enter. What I love too, like once you've entered maybe an inch or two, like pausing there for a second. Mm. Like there's like, because yo, cock, it's a lot to receive. Even when I'm like so ready and wanting it, it's just a lot to receive. Yeah. So like not going all in all at once, that's a really great move is to like slow it down again, go in a couple inches, either pause there and hold and breathe open or doing some again in and out, in and out, just a couple inches in and out, in and out. And like that will also just help the whole vaginal entrance to open and it'll help her arousal to keep growing and her to not feel rushed. Again, it's like really about when she starts to feel rushed in any way like there will again start to be that like tightening like if yeah. i'm not feeling fully ready and like your cock's like going in me like i i will feel my pussy start to like tighten a little bit and be like oh okay hold on like and i could lay there and push past that women do that all the time it doesn't feel that great it might not feel super painful it might feel very painful but like it's tight it's not i'm not, I'm not gonna have a good sexual experience yeah. like that and what that would do for our overall sexual experience, even if it would be, quote unquote, like rewarding for me in the moment of getting to full penetration, mm-hmm. like then it would set this stage of, of pushing past you being ultimately ready for that experience, which is going to flavor the rest of the experience. Yeah. Yeah. So like cues to look out for, I would say, would be like when you're starting to penetrate in, like what's the quality of her breathing? Where are her eyes? Even if they're closed, that's fine. But did they just kind of like squint a little bit harder? Yeah. You know, like did you can read pain signals and body tension signals. It takes some art to learn it, you know, but like you can read that. Women, when you're being penetrated, start to pay attention to actually what you literally feel moment to moment in your pussy from place to place as it's being touched. Like this is the gold mine for not only like having him be more attuned, but like increasing your capacity to feel in yeah. your body, period. Over, You want to overcome numbness? Pay attention to like what you feel, where you feel it, breathe into that. So like women paying attention to what you're feeling, if there's a little sharpness, if there's a little pain, like asking for a pause in that moment and like breathing into that sharpness and pain rather than trying to just like move away from it the entire time and let it start to, to slowly open in time. Which brings us to the really cool technique that I've learned from you that that's remarkable Mm. that that changes the sexual experience so let's say i'm entering you Mm -hmm. and there is that pain point somewhere in your vagina Mm -hmm. and you have the decision point oh i could push past this just just to make sex easier or i could honor my body and say "Mm, actually not feeling it quite yet I'll let you. Yeah. I mean, there. what I generally do is like, I'm like, oop, that's like a little tender right there. Hold on. Hold on. Like, let's all say, hold on. Just pause. I start breathing. Uh, okay. Here's the technique I like that I started teaching to Taylor is like, I either have, I direct him to exactly where I want him to put his cock. I'll be like, hey, shift your body, move this way. Let's try to like get your cock to touch that spot that is tight. Mm-hmm. I'm not moving away from it, actually. I'm moving towards it, asking him to move towards the pain point. Mm-hmm. Or I'll say, hey, can you pull your cock out and actually go in with your hand for a second? I'll direct him to the pain point area, the tension point, whatever you want to call it. Maybe it's a little burny feeling. Direct him to it. Have him put pressure and just hold. Internal have, pressure. Internal pressure. W- pressure where you feel the internal pain, burning, stretching, uncomfortable sensation. Yeah. Have him put pressure there. You, the person receiving the pressure, breathe. Breathe in, inhale, breathe into the spot, exhale, like sound the sensation of the pain. Like if it's like, it's like, ah, okay, I'm going to like start to let that go. With his pressure, with you both putting directed conscious attention to that area, literally, I mean, I do, I've worked with my pussy a lot. So I will say from my own experience, a minute of doing that or less. I'm open there in that area now. I don't have pain there. I will say very similarly, I've had my hands inside of hundreds of women's vulvas, like honored again. 
I, when I hold that pressure, when they're like, a mm, little tight there, it's a little burny right there, it's a little pinchy, I hold pressure, I'll do some different techniques too, but just, just to hold maybe a little bit of a swiping, a little bit of a circular motion there if she asks for that, mm-hmm. within a minute, five minutes sometimes, like, phew, I can feel the tissue melt under my fingertips. Yeah. Literally, it feels like butter just like, phew, 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 it like opens it's miraculous totally yeah i'll say like when i do that with you and for clarification just to be 100 percent clear i'm following your lead i'm not like therapizing your vagina yeah no. i'm following exactly where you want my finger to be and then nine times out of ten i can feel the spot too inside you and then yeah like you said with that sustained pressure i can feel it sort of dissolve mm-hmm. or melt into everything else and it's trippy yeah. It's trippy and it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, the pussy's a shapeshifter. Yeah. I always talk about this. Like the pussy shape shifts. It's totally. amazing when you give that attention and love. And then that extra step of taking that moment on a nervous system level just creates a deeper opportunity for trust mm-hmm. and connection and opening and relaxation. Mm-hmm. And then penetration, returning to penetration after that is yeah. like... Usually, I'm not going to say 100% all the time, but usually just like, mm, just yeah, it's usually so much just delicious. Yeah, so much better after that. So cool. Sounds like that's the thing that you were talking at the beginning (laughs) when you were like, I have this thing. I was like, oh, I'm so curious what it is. Yeah, no, this is the thing. Like, and it it might sound simple listening to it, but like the act of doing it is is revolutionary. It is because it takes that moment to pause and for the woman to really be you know attuned to her body and say no i I need a little bit more attention and for the man to pause too and like transmute his desire in that moment for the desire of his partner to have a good sexual experience and for the his desire for you both to be sexually connected and have an amazing experience take that moment and pause come into connection create some opening Mm -hmm. and then re you know continue with the sexual experience after that like it's a monumental thing to do, mm-hmm. you know, physically it's pretty simple technique, but the impact is just, it's massive. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely massive. It is massive. And so there's a desire for me. Uh, I have a desire to just like give permission for people to try this. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you're wanting to have the best sexual experiences you can possibly have. And like, this is something that will help with that if you play with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything you just said is true. Like music to my ears. Like I felt like a softening in my body of just like, yeah, that like level of attunement together, like that unified attunement is so beautiful. Like on a deep, deep level, our bodies feel that. And kind of going back to this thing too, of like, if you're a woman listening to this or you or a male partner, you know, your woman has had some sort of assault or uh, trauma of any kind, like doing that is like, how she starts to heal on a very deep visceral level, meaning like physical, muscular level in her pussy, how actual like sensation begins to return to her body. Again, because we think about that tension, that constriction of the nerve endings. Like if you like hold on a nerve ending there, like if you hold in an area, you're touching nerves, okay? Anywhere in the pussy, you're going to be touching some nerves there. If you hold there and let her breathe and maybe even bring in some gentle stimulation to that area following her lead, like it's actually stimulating that nerve to find more safety and aliveness again. It's actually the science of neuroplasticity, like nerves that fire together, wire together. Mm. When you touch something, like if you get nerve damage, you're going to touch it. You're going to massage that area of your body, whether it's your arm, your pussy, whatever. And so if you want more sensation, overcoming numbness, you want to go in and touch and stimulate and breathe with and be with those areas again, even if it's uncomfortable, like I said, like you want to, you want to move towards that place discomfort a little bit and just give it really, really soft, sweet, safe love. Yeah. (sighs) Safe, sweet love. Mm -hmm. Mm. Which can also be wild animalistic fucking that has soft, sweet love in it as well. So just, yeah, we're not talking about just like oming, chanting to (laughs) whatever deity and having a slow candle lit eye gazing, like, mouth breathing facial experience no and wild vodka kind of stuff you in know? fact when so. you take the time to like stim- like hold those pressure points and help open me then i'm so much i'm like yeah now let's fuck like totally. now let's get in there and like have the great great wild time yeah. too because i'm actually open to it totally so two things to talk about during penetrative sex that are really useful things to keep in mind that i didn't know for a long time, uh, but that changed sex for me. And we talked about one of them earlier, but is number one is this idea around 
that's just like boom, 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 mm -hmm. like jackhammering. Or even if you're not jackhammering, just going quick in and out fully all the way. Like that's something that, again, porn has sort of instilled in us, but also movies and everything. Like you watch yeah. a movie where there's a sexual scene. It's like, oh, warm up, warm up, foreplay, boom, sex. And it's like, mm, mm, full in, full out, like maybe about 30 seconds, then orgasm, then done. Yeah. Right. So like to shift that up, try... I don't want to say this. Yeah. Gyration is amazing. Hmm. And you talked about wanting to talk about cervical pleasure and mm -hmm. some point into this podcast. And I think this might be part of the spot, but like instead of going all the way in, all the way out from default, perhaps try going all the way in and then gyrating with your partner, just like swinging your hips around while staying in and, and notice what happens mm. like that can be a, a mindset shift for guys too, even just to give yourself permission to do that. And also like a lot of guys fall into the thought of like, oh, I have to do that so she feels pleasure. Mm. Like I have to go faster so she feels pleasure. When actually a lot of women, in my, you know, in my experience and understanding, experience a lot of pleasure, perhaps more pleasure sometimes with the gyration and without the full in and out constantly kind of thing. Yeah. What would you say about that? Yeah. So it kind of reminds me to like when we were in a place of talking about like penetration, maybe you're going a couple inches in and then pulling out a little bit and yeah. you're like getting to the place of like the cock or finger, we'll say too, of like being fully in. And so like, yeah, I love what you're saying about like, what does it look like to play with any other options besides just moving in and out, mm. you know? let sex is an opportunity to be on your adult playground, like see what else you can explore, get creative with it. Yeah. Um, so I, I like what you were saying there too. In terms of the thing of like when women feel more or less pleasure, I think it's definitely very much, you know, it's always going to be unique to some level. And like what I have found time and time again in my own body and the many hundreds of women I've worked with is like when the pussy becomes more and more enlivened mm -hmm. in time, and awaken to sensation in general, usually it doesn't take as much stimulation to get the pleasure that she's wanting to have. So like, I still love some good fast pleasure sometimes, totally. but then I'm like, oh, okay, now let's like slow it down for a while. And like when, and you've even reflected this to me too, like when we go really slow sometimes and like, you're just like pulsing in and out of me slowly, maybe halfway, part of the way. And then you go in and just hold for a breath. And then we move back out. Like both of us start to like feel this like, whoa, 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 yeah. you know, like opening. It's, it's this like wave oceanic growing type of pleasure. Mm. Rather, it's like water, I would say like water elemental pleasure rather than fire friction pleasure. Both are cool, you know, like play with one. But that's even a fun way to think about it. Like think of the elementals of things. Like are we moving like waves of water or are we like sparking a match and like getting a fire going and rubbing sticks together, you know? Totally. Both are okay. Yeah. One of my favorite things is to just go really, really, really slow to notice all the different sensations in each millimeter of motion. Yeah. Like if you slow it down that much, it can be absolutely delicious. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to do that always, but like explore it, explore it. And I imagine for a lot of like your students and like male listeners too, like moving with that slowness, like giving yourself the permission to move slower too. Like that's a great place to start even more implying the practices of semen retention and like being able to attune to your cock and your body and like, yeah. you know, being able to read your sensations so that you can track your whole arousal system too. So you can have that skill built into your own body. Totally. If you're hearing the word semen retention right now, the words, and you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I have a lot of other episodes about that where I talk about it. Um, turns out it can be very pleasurable for all parties involved <laughs> on the note of, of this and ejaculatory choice, you know, we're, we're, we've been penetrating for a while now in this mm -hmm. episode. Oh, wow. Really building up there. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, in addition to the, to the non needed jackhammering piece, which will push most guys either to numbness or towards premature ejaculation, mm. there's another thing that happens. And that's when the, the woman is starting to rise in pleasure and getting closer and closer oh, yeah. to orgasm. And she starts saying, yes, yes, oh, more, more, more. And, and my 
part of my uh, patterning from the past, I guess you could say, would be to like, oh, she's liking this. Oh, I better speed up. I better amplify the intensity. I better go faster and harder. And, no. <laughs> and what, sometimes when I've done that, I've even brought you out of the experience oh, yeah. of pleasure and mm-hmm. orgasm. I like get more excited. I'm like, whoa. And that's something, you know, I hear a lot of guys talk about, well, how do I navigate when my female partner is getting close to orgasm and she's like going wild and it pulls me towards ejaculation. I don't want to ejaculate. Well, you don't have to speed up. Mm-hmm. You don't have to increase your intensity in that moment too. You could just continue to stay consistent mm-hmm. with her and let her rise Mm -hmm. and be present for that without you doing it and pushing yourself towards ejaculation too. And that might actually be the key to having an amazing orgasmic experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like if you could make, I don't want to say one change, but it's like the, on this topic of like, Oh, the thing that happens sometimes in so many sexual experiences I've had where I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, okay, we're really getting there. This is feeling good. And I'm like, you know, expressing whether with its moans or yes or whatever. And then like all of a sudden the fingers or the cock just like speed up and they get really excited. And I'm like, no. And it's like I'm watching my orgasm like fade away in the background. I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And I lose it, you know. So how to avoid that like when a woman or your whoever you're with your partner is starting to be like yeah yes eliciting signs of arousal building of orgasm maybe approaching maybe the orgasm's not even close to there but it's like arousal is building just keep doing what you're doing you know like don't feel like you need to change it up change speeds be like oh let me do it better now it's like no keep doing what you're doing keep with that stroking we go back to the internal cock penetration like yes pulsating yes you can get fucking sometimes in that primal space all of that is great and when it talks like going back to cervical pleasure and whether it's cervical pleasure g-spot pleasure all the spots internally that you want to bring more pleasure to like what is really helpful for that is more like consistent slower pressure i'll I'll speak specifically to the cervix actually because i feel like the cervix is very unique in this that like the cervix really likes more slow steady consistent pressure rather Mm. than pulsating hammering really a lot of like intensity um and that looks like cock you know touching the cervix and holding pressure i'm showing with my hands for those of you watching the video or like gentle pulsations Mm. firm firm but like i'm not moving fast. i should say slow pulsations and that again it's kind of like i think of orgasm in these different elemental qualities it's bringing up this oceanic quality of pleasure that when you build that oceanic quality pleasure it it the ocean's fucking vast it can expand so wide Mm -hmm. and when you the man are like meeting me there and like moving in that slow pace too it's and and if you will kind of attune to that pleasure because again take your it's almost like transmute the excitement you're feeling around my pleasure building and bring it into your own body by like trying to like feel the waves of that pleasure moving through my body and bring it into your body through your hand through your cock and like meeting me in that too like when you meet me in like my pleasure and like let it expand into your body too we're there dancing more fluidly together and in that place as well and so it's like and it creates this more like i said just like this expansive place time slows down the pulsation of of all of the pleasure slows down and expands and grows yeah beautiful yeah so we are getting close in here to our hour and we are still in penetration but we need to move now okay towards Mm non-penetration towards towards what happens after penetration how do you pause or stop penetration in a good way Mm -hmm. yeah great question so i immediately think of like okay the sexual experience has been brought to a close in some way Mm -hmm. you know we're not moving as quick maybe an orgasm happened etc a couple things that i think of is like to stay with your partner, the female partner in this scenario that we've been exploring, even after her orgasm or her pleasure peak has finished. So that might look like if you're internally with your hands or your cock, you're just going to like hold. And it doesn't mean you need to be putting pressure anywhere, Mm -hmm. but just like 
staying there, like just holding your flesh there inside of her. Yeah. Um, and what I love, and I think a lot of women really like this too, is like to be either like you wait for them to say like, okay, I'm, I'm complete. You can slide out now. Mm-hmm. Or you, man, you don't always have to wait for the woman. It's not like you're just like her slave to her pleasure and you have to stay as long as she wants. Da, 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 da. Like if you're like, I need to move my body, I, I'm ready to exit to at least say to her like, Hey, I'm going to slowly go ahead and pull out now. Okay. You know, and you can just say it like that. You don't have to ask per se, but just saying it, giving her a heads up and like slowly pulling out your cock or your fingers slowly. Again, I'm saying totally. slowly. One that helps like the, the thing of staying there until she says she's done. It just feels so nice to be held in that place, to feel like uh, just because my orgasm is, inco- is complete doesn't mean that I am done getting attention. I'm done being connected with you. I'm done with the experience. You know, it's sending a new message to both of you guys' bodies that like orgasm isn't necessarily the end goal of sex, but it's just a thing that happens. And now we get to still stay in connection. Mm -hmm. Or if you're like, you're ready to leave and you want to pull out of her body to say that in a way to give her heads up. Again, oh, like, don't you, just like yeah, you don't want to be abrupt about it. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel good to have anything pulled out of your pussy super fast. It just totally. doesn't feel good. Similarly for the anus. Yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah. So I would like slowly pull out and then after pulling out a nice coming back to where you started, like laying the hand, a firm over the vulva, palm over the vulva right there, taking some breaths, relaxing both of y'all's bodies. Yeah. That's such a big one. That's such a big one with, with you. And then I've experienced that in workshop settings too. It just creates a nice grounding safety and connection mm-hmm. between people that's really beautiful. And it feels like like the temple doors are being like closed in some way. It feels yeah. like some like finish there for me. I'm like, oh, I was just open so much. And now it's like, whew. yeah, okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing I'd say too is like for both parties involved at that point, like you finish to just look at each other and both of you say, thank you. Mm. Like to just always remember, like it's such a gift to be able to pleasure each other's bodies, to enter someone's body, to be entered by someone. Like it's such a gift to offer pleasure to one another. And like, I just think that's such a beautiful thing to Always keep bringing back into your experiences, not taking it for granted, not assuming that we owe each other anything, always honoring one another. Like, thank you for trusting me. Thank you for allowing. Thank you for giving. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) And it occurred to me, there are a couple of the quick bullet points or asterisk notes that I want to just share on a couple of things. Um, One of them is that one time you were pegging me which means, you know, fucking me with a strap on. And you, when I was like getting really amplified in my pleasure, like you sped up too. Oh, yeah. You know, so I just want to like spread awareness. Yeah. It's like, it's a thing that all humans do. Like, oh, excitement, oh, I'm going to go faster. You yeah. know, it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Slow down. Ah. And it, yeah. So I just wanted to name that yeah. too. Also, I wanted to be really clear, like if you're a man and you need to pull out quickly to avoid like ejaculating inside somebody like do, do you fucking do that do like you don't need to say uh, uh honey I, I need to i need to pull out now otherwise you just do it good asterisks <laughs> with like 10 exclamation yeah. marks pull you your cock it. out do not come inside when totally. it's not consensual because so many women have been ejaculated inside yeah. when they haven't wanted to or even when they've told the guy they didn't want to yeah. and like many women are holding trauma in their body around that piece too yeah. So, yeah, that was the other asterisk bullet point that I wanted to share. And, yeah, what a rich episode and a rich conversation. Thank you so much. If you're listening and you have any questions for us, please leave a comment on the YouTube version of this video. That way they're all in the same place. And I'll put all your links in the show notes as well. Uh, But where can people find you? And is there anything you have coming up that you're stoked to share with people? Yeah, um, you can find me anywhere with Naima Pierce. Uh, I have a website, Naima Pierce, Instagram, Naima Pierce, YouTube, Naima Pierce. You can find me there. I'm always putting content up and sharing all sorts of things about this. So please, please come check out, hang out with me. I love genuinely chatting with y'all. Seriously, send me a message on Instagram. I'm so down to chat. Let's do this. Like I'm all about that real connection. 
Um, things coming up, I can't remember the date off the top of my head, but I have set a date on my end of things for my next Pussy Temple workshop, which is a beautiful hands-on workshop that I guide just about every month. And it's a place where women can come and show up and start to learn their own practice of working with their body with their own hands. I guide you through a really powerful, beautiful, ritualistic experience where you get to um, start unwinding and de-armoring your pussy. All of what we were talking about of how our pussies can hold so much stories, past tensions, traumas, whatever there. Like it's an opportunity to come and be with your body in this way of deep reverence without the uh, sexual goals in mind. Totally. And women leave that workshop all the time blown away with what they've experienced, how they open up things in their body. And you also just get a really cool uh, download of like pelvic anatomy and understanding so you can keep up leveling your own relationship to your body and so if you're a guy listening share this with your partner yeah that's what's upcoming in my world and i'm always here to work with anybody individually if they're inclined to know more awesome thank you love Mm -hmm. thank you love you so grateful for you thank you for being here thank you for listening see you next time